what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Yo, kid, yo! Welcome back to Flugerville. It's me, Kapow, beaming into your ears all the way from Lucy Wow's barn. Alongside me today is the co-host with the co-most, Guy Neville. <laughs> Thanks, Kapow. Um, what's that smell? Oh, wow! You noticed! It's my newest invention, nose music. Uh, what is nose music? Well, you know how you pick a piece of music for your ears to listen to? Well, this is a way for you to pick a smell for your nose to smell to. One day, nose music will come in every flavor. But today, I'm wearing the first one. I call it Wet Goat. <laughs> Don't I just smell like wet goat? You do. How's that for some sweet nose music? Uh, well, for starters, Kapow, I don't think most people like the smell of wet goat. What are you talking about? It's funky fresh. Uh, it, it's certainly uh, funky, just like stinky feet. Stinky feet is my next nose flavor. Yuck. Uh, but, uh, but you know what, Kapow? No matter what flavor of smell you come up with, there's something you need to know. Nose music already exists. It's just called perfume. Perfume? Never heard of it. Is it brand new? Did I invent it and then forget about it? No, Kapow. Perfume is a pretty old invention, actually. You want to hear about it? Hearing about an invention? Of course! Stories of invention are like nose music for my ears. That's just music, isn't it? Uh, but you know what? Never mind. Let's talk perfume. The earliest use of fragrance, which is a word for a sweet or delicate or groovy smell used as a decoration, we believe was during Egyptian times. Back then, they burned incense to create a smell to please the gods. The word perfume, in fact, comes from the Latin word perfumus, which means through smoke. Oh, I get the connection. Smoke is something you can see as you smell it. And smoke carries the smell of whatever creates it. Bingo, buddy. Now, this was not like your wet goat nose music. This was ceremonial and religious. Only priests were allowed to use these scents at first. But then something happened. They smelled a wet goat and were like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Not even close. Powerful Egyptians decided they wanted their homes and bodies to smell like the gods. So the richest Egyptians started using glass, which was very rare at the time, to create perfume bottles or bottles of good smelling stuff. And while the pharaohs of ancient Egypt didn't last, their invention of perfume did. No way! Sometimes the way I smell stays in the room after I leave too! Yeah, I know. Anyway, perfume moved around the globe, gaining popularity in ancient Rome, 
Persia and Arabia. And people didn't just wear it, they put it everywhere. Early Romans put perfume on the walls and floors. Oh, makes sense. Who doesn't want a good smelling house? Some Romans even perfumed their pets. How about their goats? Um, I don't think so. Eh, makes sense. Goats already smell pretty good. Uh, sure. Now, two Iraqi chemists are given credit for truly inventing the perfume biz. Wait, chemists? Isn't chemistry the study of chemicals? Exactly. Basically, in the early 800s, Jabir and Al-Kindi developed a way to use chemicals to take nice smells from a flower or plant and then attach the smell to an alcohol and oil combo that you could rub on your body. This new chemical perfume was a huge hit. But then, barbarians started invading the modern world, and these barbarians weren't into smelling pretty. Wait, am I a barbarian? Nope, you're a goat. Anyway, for a while, perfume wasn't in style, but it never went away completely. And then in 1370, the Hungarians created the first modern perfume, Hungary Water. Ah, oh, that name makes me hungry. Well, it made the world hungry too. Hungry for perfume, which brings us to France. Now, whatever happened before, the truth is that perfume would be nothing without the French. And in particular, it would be nothing without a guy who was king of France in 1656, Louis VIII. You see, back then, they didn't have plumbing, so people barely bathed or showered. I don't ever bathe or shower. I just slap on some metal polish and I'm good to go. <laughs> well, that might work if you're mechanical, but if humans never wash, they start to smell. And King Louis didn't like the smell of dirty people. So he started a trend of wearing a scented leather glove that he could sniff all day to keep his nose happy. In fact, he was so into things smelling good that his court was named the Perfume Court. And what Louis did, the French did. And next thing you know, Paris was the commercial center of the perfume industry. I guess it smelled good to be the king back then. It certainly did. By 1900, perfume was so big in France that the world exhibit in Paris featured a perfume pavilion, and this pavilion inspired the world. Soon, perfume companies started springing up all over, pumping out bottle after bottle of sweet-smelling liquid. But no one figured out how to do wet goat smell? If they did, they didn't sell it. But in 1921, a scent was created that still sells today, Chanel Number no. 5. This perfume was unique because not only did it smell good, it had one of the most expensive ingredients in perfume, Fine Rose Absolute, which cost thousands of dollars an ounce. With Chanel Number no. 5, you literally smelled expensive. I'd still prefer goat smell. I know, Kapow, but perfume wasn't done. In the 1980s, synthetic fragrances changed the game. Synthetic fragrances are smells that come from a lab that are designed by mixing man-made chemicals rather than going out in nature and finding rose petals. Thanks to synthetics, any smell you can imagine, from pine tree to rose, can be put in a bottle and sprayed in the air. <sighs> I smell what you're cooking, guy. You're right. I didn't invent smell music. It already had been invented as perfume. But I did perfect it when I created the best smell of all, wet goat perfume by Kapow. 
Oh, man. Please stop spraying it. I, I, I can't take the smell. <sighs> I better get out of here. Uh, but before I go, if any of you out there have any questions about perfume, chemistry, Pflugerville, Kapow, or me, Guy Neville, send it to us at GoKidGo.com. You might get your question read live on the show. Oh, and one last note. I get a lot of excitement as Lucy Wow's sidekick. Sometimes it overwhelms me and I just, well, you know, faint. But today I got the most exciting news and I, and I, oh, easy kapow, deep breaths. Don't faint. I'm on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker. Ah, I'm famous. The most famous mechanical picnic to ever live. Go to gokidgo.com and check me out. And as always, go kid go. Go kid go. Go kid go.